Hey everyone, I'm Franklin. And I'm Matt. And today, we're going to be trendy. So on today's episode, we want to talk about some praise and worship uh, trends, not only in um, you know music and instruments, but you, I mean, it, it goes all the way down to clothing. There's kind of a praise and worship lifestyle a little bit you know it's a it's a whole thing (laughs) yeah um speaking of which i mean why is this popular (laughs) i'll be honest why Uh, i have one too Uh, mine came from target it's got holes already made in it um but seriously like there there's a um I don't know. It seems like some of the things we liked in like middle school and junior high are coming back around. I know. This is, this <laughs> is my original from middle school. Franklin was cool before it was cool to be cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but seriously, I mean, there's, you know, if I wasn't a, such a big fan of Elevation, I probably would not have bought a, mm. a denim jacket. And it, you know, it's just one of those things. Mm-hmm. Um, we... You know, we kind of model after after the people that we think are are great. You know, and and mm-hmm. I don't I don't know. If there's anything wrong with that. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. It just depends on you know what what or who you're idolizing at the time. But yeah, that's um you got to be careful. That's all about it. That's really all it is. Oh yeah, yeah. We'll get into that later in the episode. <laughs> I got words for you guys. But um, I want to talk about who who actually starts these trends. What where do they come from? I mean, it, mm-hmm. is it all seriously just just big churches, or does it is it other styles coming around, or you yeah. know? I think I believe think? it's I believe it's a mixture of everything. The world, um, particularly big churches. In a sense, too, but I, I would think it's more of the world. Like fashions go in and out. Like fashions of, or even songs. They say like mm-hmm. synths. You know, like that was the '80s, right there. <laughs> I wasn't an '80s baby, but you know, you, I listened to a lot. You still I like it? Some, yeah, I mean, it's it it's trendy. So and then yeah. so you know, it's bunch of synth sounds in the worship in the worship uh realm it's like whoa how did this get back in and then um the clothing people trying to be hippie hippie or oh, hipsters <laughs> yeah the the hairstyles where you you shave the sides and you mm. leave the top long um which again let's not pretend like that's a new hairstyle that mm. i mean that was around in what the 40s and 50s, you know, that kind of stuff. So some of it's stuff kind of coming back around. But I, I do feel like as um, as uh, Christian musicians, we have a tendency to, to try and to try and be a little more artsy, sort of. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, you know, generally we wear tighter pants, and Chelsea boots are a big one. I've, I've got oh, yeah. those. Um, you know, I, I'm not at the point where I want to curl my mustache. <laughs> one, day, one day, right? Matt? Yeah, you know. <laughs> uh, maybe on an April Fool's episode. But, uh, you know, a lot of these trends and stuff are kind of coming around. And it's funny that that we all kind of sort of gravitate towards it, kind of like our own group. Everybody kind of mm-hmm. segregates himself out into these little yeah. these little pockets. And it's it's so strange to me that we do that. But it's human nature. It, it is. You know? Yeah. Everybody's like, oh. 
He's wearing it. Oh, oh, Chris Tomlin's wearing it. I gotta, I gotta get me a, I gotta get me a leather jacket now. I was about to say here lately, Chris is wearing that leather jacket, which makes him, yes. makes him look like a tough guy. And you know what I've said about Chris. Um, but yeah, I feel like a lot of the, a lot of the styles come from, you know, the bigger churches, and, and they're trying to be kind of, they're kind of trying to be a little bit progressive on what they wear. I feel like trying to do mm-hmm. a little bit of the hipsterish kind of thing. Yep. Um, you know, again, you've got uh, elevation, and they're wearing denim a lot and those long yep. those long shirts that go all the way down to like your knees you know <laughs> big v's oh yeah <laughs> and uh, then you you know you look at jesus culture and jeffrey cundy's wearing a t-shirt uh-huh. so it, what i think it boils down to is is that we um again that we all kind of mm. we have heroes and we have people that that do the things that we like to do and and you know we try and copy them sometimes i'm thinking about it down to you know what we wear and and yep. some of that kind of stuff and again I don't think that's necessarily wrong you just have to make sure mm-hmm. that at the same time that you're doing that yeah that you're also trying to copy Jesus's example mm-hmm. more so than the rest yep very important oh yeah it's above all it's you know imitate Christ and then in a sense I believe that God's given us our minds and imagination to to want to dress different to want to be a little bit different um you know we want to be a little bit stylish sometimes you gotta be fly you know you gotta wear a scarf with a t-shirt in the summer don't do that no <laughs> please no um, no if you do that it's fine just make sure you can pull it off before you do it um but yeah, I mean, you know, that's the the thing about these worship leaders and and uh, you know these people, these big churches, is that you know mm-hmm. if if they're doing what they should and, and what they say they do, and and I, you know most of them do, they're yeah. they're the real deal. You know, mm-hmm. they are following after God in their musical pursuits, and so for you to to want to emulate God mm-hmm. and partially them is almost a it, it's kind of a form of a little bit of discipleship because you're you're emulating somebody who is who is trying to follow God, so you're trying to do that same thing. Again, if you keep your heart and your mind in the right place, I don't think there's anything wrong with that, you know? No. Just, just know your boundaries. And yeah, know your careful. limits. It's all about your limits. And once you start idolizing, oh, I gotta have I gotta have that specific boot. I gotta have that specific jean jacket. I need it. No, you don't need it. You you're gonna you, you start idolizing it. You start idolizing the item that more than Christ, you you put something ahead, you know, you know. It's all about you more mm. than is. It's about the relationship, and you know that's just. We want to go ahead and get the the uh, stylistic view kind of out of the way because what you wear on stage, unless it's not enough, mm-hmm. um, you know, it, is it doesn't really have anything to do with your worship. You know, it's just, but it, I think it's, I just want to talk about it because I thought it was funny that we all generally, we kind of all look alike. Yeah, we we <laughs> all kind of do, yeah. You got to have your boots. Yeah. You got to have your tight, tight, a little bit tight. Not too tight. But please. Some, yeah, please don't. And if you're over 40, you a lot of times you're wearing like a Hawaiian button-down shirt, uh, which I think is awesome. I'm getting there awesome. pretty quick myself. Um, But more important than the clothes and that kind of stuff is is the gear, you know. Mm-hmm. We talk about 
um, is this guitar appropriate for praise and worship? And is, you know, is this pedal appropriate for praise and worship? And the answer is probably, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. it doesn't really matter um, all that much. But that's something I do want to touch on is that there are some things that, that we use um, and, and that m- most musicians in the praise and worship realm use. And there's, there's a reason why it's not just because it's popular. Um, I, I guess some of it could be, but but there's actually reasons for it, and that's what I want to look at today. Mm-hmm. Um, why does everybody use Telecasters? <laughs> it's just because it's it's the standard. <laughs> yeah, Matt, it's the standard. You I know. know. Nah, <laughs> Jeffrey Gunner no. played one one time, and everybody was like, "Whoa, Telecasters are the best." <laughs> I mean, Telecasters were the first guitar, or name something else. Electric. Es- Esqu- yeah, Esquire. Pretty much. But that was the body style at first. But that, that's besides the fact mm-hmm. that it's still being used. It's just crazy. The same body style that first came out is still being used. And really, in a sense, loved as the worship guitar. Yep. <laughs> And there's a reason mm-hmm. beyond that they're just popular. Mm-hmm. Um, they're they're fairly in, inexpensive, mm-hmm. first off. So you know, not everybody at every church has the money to go out and buy an Elliot, which you know we we love them just as much. But oh, yeah. y- you don't. Telecasters mm-hmm. are fairly cheap. Mm-hmm. They are very simple. Mm-hmm. They are very clean. They're easy to play. They don't mm-hmm. they don't weigh a lot. Mm-hmm. But kind of the the most important part of it is is that. You know, we're all kind of striving to get the same sort of guitar sound, right? That slightly overdriven, very bright, very jangly, so you can do your inversions. Telecasters do that almost better than anything else. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, you look around, you see Telecasters all over the place. It's because they're good. Mm-hmm. Um, but also because they fit the style of music that that we're playing. And that's a trend that I want to look at. You know, throughout some other guitars and stuff we'll talk about is that there's mm-hmm. it fits the musical style to be that jangly, bright, you know, kind of simple, very, very clean guitar style. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it fits the music. It does. I mean, it just, it's all about what fits. You know, you don't want to be overly, you know, hey, Flying V guitar, yeah, do it. But which don't no, get me wrong, no, I like flying V's. But don't get, we'll get, wrong, we'll don't, get don't, don't get us wrong. Like <laughs> if that's what you have, use it, use it, because God will use you in ways using that guitar. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, you don't want, in a sense, it, you don't want to be unutilized. Like it's just you don't want to, you want to utilize what you have, but you want to. You want to upgrade your gear eventually too. Oh, yeah. It's that's the biggest thing. It's like okay, if you you're able to, you know, the Telecaster. The reason why is because you have the, the three switches, right? You yeah. Just have the it's very simple. It's very simple. I don't. I don't even know. They get the I job do? done. They get the job done. So I mean, the tones you can get out of it. I don't know. It fits your musical style. It needs to be fairly clean. We're mm-hmm. we're trying to sound like Coldplay here. Um, <laughs> You know, so along the kind of the same lines, the the Duesenberg, the Star Player TV, mm. became a very popular guitar in praise and worship for a long time, mm. um, and and really still kind of is. Yeah. Um, I have one. You know, we we it was in the um, 
the pedal shoot out the ecosystem and timeline video if you haven't seen that go check it out mm-hmm. um i feel like part of the reason though that, that that guitar became kind of popular was because of nigel you know let's oh, not yeah. pretend that, that the draft didn't have something to do with it <laughs> but um bottom line core aspects of it um bright jangly mm-hmm. fits the musical style we're doing and the best tremolo system oh, on the market. This smooth. Yeah, it, and for that otherworldly warble and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So, so that's what it's that's what it's good for. So now we've got two guitars already that mm. that fit the same role. You're right. You know they're yeah. bright and they're jangly, um, and they're both good in other styles of music. Especially, mm-hmm. I've seen star players used in country a good bit here lately. Hmm. Yeah. Wow. Um, obviously, that's... Telecasters are in country. Telecaster strats. Yep. Uh, Joe Walsh from the Eagles plays a uh, uh, mm-hmm. star player on mm-hmm. occasion. Yeah. Um, so they're they're around. Yeah. Um, and then there's Gretches. Everybody's got a Gretch oh, yeah. these days. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, again, same thing. There's nothing more jingle jangle than a Gretch. There's just not. Mm-hmm. And again. Why are these guitars so popular and so widespread in the praise and worship world? Because they all do generally the same thing, and it's what the music calls for. It does. Mm-hmm. So, you know, for those of us that, um, for those of us that, on occasion, sit down and, and say, you know what, these things are are popular, and everybody's just buying them because they're popular, and that's what everybody else plays. There's, there's a point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Some method bit, of madness. Yeah. A little bit more. A little bit more to it. It's just like uh, the keyboard section. It's just like, mm-hmm. I mean, you got the Nords. Everybody wants the Nord. It's not because it's red, but it's because it's actually really good. It's partially good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, partially, like 25%. It's just very pretty. Man, <laughs> it's very they pretty. look great in the setup. But I anyway. Mean, but you have, you know, great strings, great pianos. I mean, you, you got great pads. But I'm not gonna. I'll, I'll be honest. I'm not gonna drop four thousand or so dollars for a Nord. If he had it, he would. If I yeah, if I did have it. <laughs> but again, I'm I'm using my main stage. I'm using my Roland at the church. All great alternatives. And we'll talk about that too. We you know it's, mm-hmm. here's kind of a trend. Instead of just using uh, effects programmed directly in the keyboard, you see a lot of keyboard players with a laptop on stage. And mm-hmm. you know, I used to. When I was younger and kind of trying to figure out what all this stuff even was or or what a what a pedal was, um, I always thought, why do they have a laptop on stage? They all yeah. do. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Main stage and or clicks nowadays, but yeah, main stage is top of notch. Like that's the reason why I didn't use it because it's that good. Like everybody uses it. I mean, they utilize a thirty dollars software that comes with over two hundred dollars. Software patches, which is crazy. It's like one of those coupon books where you can save like fifteen thousand mm. dollars in savings. You know, yeah, that you spend a hundred dollars on. Yeah, <laughs> it's glorious. It's great. Um, <laughs> but let's look at that from a different angle. Mm. Um, you know, because I've heard some backlash from you know you guys all use the same three guitars. Let's look at blues. I like mm. to pick on blues a little bit because. <laughs> You know, every guitarist likes to play blues. Mm. I do too. It's great for about mm. two songs, and then I get bored. But, <laughs> um, you know, most of your blues players, and again, there's always exceptions to the rule. People want to be weird. Um, mm. What do you see in blues? Strats, yeah, SGs, strats. 
Yeah. A Les Paul on occasion. Yeah. 335s. Oh, yeah. No. Yep. All day long. Those are the uh, like the main things you see. Mm-hmm. You don't see somebody with a Steve Vai Ibanez with the the hand <laughs> handle on top of it ripping a, a BB King tune. It mm-hmm. it just doesn't doesn't work. No. So if for someone to say that well you guys y'all use the same three guitars, it's it's every genre of music. There are guitars that f- have classically fit well mm-hmm. in these genres and in these sounds. Yep. So it's not that we're all trying to be like each other with these guitars, but it's because these guitars do the job. Mm-hmm. The tones that you get, it's it's all about the tone, like the oh, tonal yeah. quality. I mean, you could try to use a tele in those that setting, the the blue setting, but the tone that you're gonna get, it's gonna be a little bit different. It's gonna be a little bit more. For me, I believe it's gonna be a little bit more muddy. For me, I don't know. It's weird. You know, I've never. Now that I'm thinking about it, I don't. I can't think of any. Telecaster in blue scenarios, but the Telecaster is kind of the jack of all trades. There's not much you can't do with it. Yeah. Um, a lot of guys are using them for jazz sometimes these days, too. Uh, yeah. Really interesting. Mm. Um, so, yeah, other than a Telecaster, everything else has its place. <laughs> <laughs> um, but let's look at, you know, that being the case, does it mean you have to have one of these guitars? You have mm. to fit directly into this mold mm. and and cut your hair a certain way and and go buy a Gretsch? No. Mm-mm. No, you don't have to do that. No. Um, you know, whether or not you feel like you just don't want to look like the rest of the crowd or you just mm-hmm. don't have one of those things, yep. that's okay. That's okay. You know, we talk about whether something's praise and worship appropriate and whether it's not. That's a stupid question. It really is. Um, because at the end of the day, what you're looking at is, will this guitar do the job? Will it fit the song? Mm-hmm. Um, I play a Les Paul a lot for Praise and Worship. It's got some grit to it. It's awesome. Oh, yeah. It's dirty. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But there's a lot of songs that I won't use it on because mm-hmm. it has a muddier tone. Yep. Um, just naturally. And it's supposed to. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's got more punch. It's got more raw grit to it. Does it mean that I can't use it on some of the other songs? No, it doesn't. Mm-hmm. If I like the sound of it and I'm able to add to the band with it, then mm-hmm. do it. Yeah. Um, you know, it doesn't. It doesn't have to be. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be 100% praise and worship appropriate all the time. You know. <laughs> um, now I, there are some things you don't want to do. You know what I mean. Um. Some of your like BC rich guitars that have lightning bolts and stuff painted all over them. Hey, you gotta be flashy, man. Yeah, <laughs> show everybody what you know. Um, maybe not. Uh, mm. You know, I, I've I've got the PRS the Aldi Miola mm. special. You know that that has a beautiful yeah. multiple colors, mm-hmm. and so like multicolored or bright or, or pretty guitars are one thing, but mm-hmm. like guitars with like skull graphics on the back and like <laughs> maybe not. Um, <laughs> you know, yeah, just um, utilize what you have, but know that there are specifics tools for the job. Mm-hmm. Not saying that you can't use what you have. Again, you preface that. Use what you have, but again, learn more and grow more as a musician. As a worship musician, um, you know, there's so much to this world. And as a worship musician or as a worship leader, 
more than just playing a guitar or playing keys. You know? Yep. Yep. Here's one that I don't understand. (laughs) Why don't we see Paul Reed Smith's more? Mm. I mean, I'm a PRS guy. Mm. Um, You know, I like other things too, but they're almost, they're brighter than a Les Paul, Mm. but they're darker than... You know, the the Gretsch and the Telecaster and stuff, but they're kind of right in that middle ground. I mean, they really do fit in a lot of situations. A lot of them have the coil tap where you can switch to single coils, but a lot of people don't like the coil tapped tone, and I, I don't know. Maybe maybe it's just them. Maybe they're hearing something I'm not, but um, I feel like PRSs should be making more of a – Upswing in in the in the worship kind of category, but that's just mm-hmm. me. Yeah. Um, and again, we all have our own own opinions. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I think is what I think is most important about the whole thing is I, I'm a big advocate of um, you really need to go after your own sound and your own style. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, God gives us personalities and he gives us talents mm-hmm. and he will guide you how to look and sound and feel if you're really seeking him first. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, sometimes, sometimes that may mean that you end up cutting your hair and wearing a denim jacket and playing <laughs> a Telecaster. Maybe that's exactly what the church needed was, mm-hmm. you know, something kind of in that vein at that time. There's nothing mm-hmm. wrong yep. with that, you know, and. Um, but I also feel like modeling yourself 100% after, um, someone else in the category Mm -hmm. is not, is not what we're asked to do. Mm -mm. You know, that's why we each have our own talents and personalities and stuff. Mm Um, yep. It's very important that you... You do what God's called you to do. Be who God's called you to be. If you God leads you to be the worship leader like this, do like this, wear this. Um, it's hard not to follow those trends, but again, be careful. One we should be imitating always is going to be Christ. Mm-hmm. Here's here's kind of an example of this. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. If you're going out and, and you're buying a pedal, let's say you're buying an overdrive pedal, and the Ibanez Tube Screamer is the one everybody keeps saying, go get that because it's a classic. Mm-hmm. And you try a Boss DS1 overdrive, which admittedly is a, a little cheaper, you know, that kind of thing. You got them side by side, but you like the DS1 better, but everybody says you should get the Green Screamer. If you like the other one better, get it. Don't just go buy stuff because other people have it. Use your own yep. ear. Use your own personality. Mm-hmm. Um, here lately... You know, I've taken the the timeline off of my board and replaced it with a Volante, and I've been using it for a few weeks now. Mm-hmm. And I've got nothing but good things to say, except for that one time that it I held the wrong button and it blasted off, and that mm-hmm. that was me, my bad. But um, my opinion of it is that it it's not as much a delay machine as it is an echo machine, and it's mm-hmm. called a magnetic echo machine. So I guess that makes sense, but. Mm-hmm. It doesn't delay as much to me as it makes an even stranger kind of overall echo. I know you've heard in your ears. You know, yeah. it, it does repeat, but it yeah. it's doing something else, too. Hmm. And to my ear, I love it. It's the way I've always wanted to sound. Hmm. 
mm-hmm. with a guitar, and it just it suits me personally more so than delay, delay, verb, verb mm-hmm. that everybody else is doing. And so because mm-hmm. of that, I'm going to keep using that sound that I like because, first off, I think it adds to the band. I think it adds to the mix. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, am I hurting anybody's feelings with it? No. There you go. So your other musicians think the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and because of that, you know, because I'm happy with it, I'm going to stick with it. Mm-hmm. That increases, you know, the, the, the sound of things that happen increases the way I worship, too. Mm-hmm. You know, when I'm giving back, I feel like I'm giving my all and, in, 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 you know, kind of who I am. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I... At that point, I'm not worried about what's the most popular pedal, what's most popular to the people in the room or the other musicians. I'm worried about what's pleasing to God. Mm-hmm. And me giving my best and me me being, you know, me at the same time, mm-hmm. because of the talent he's given me that I can give back, I, I mean, that's that's great. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like main stage. If you're making your own patches and stuff that you like instead of using the downloaded one straight from Elevation. <laughs> you know? Yeah, it is true. I mean, you just gotta gotta be you, um, and just you'll grow, you'll learn. Um, but it's not bad all the time. But just continually grow as a musician, grow as a follower of Christ. You know, we're all we're all in this together. Um, and we would love to hear from you from, you know, put down in the comments down below. Um, if you got any questions or we'd love to, to just talk and we would, we could talk. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Let, let's talk gear. Send us a picture of your haircut. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, <clears throat> definitely follow us on Instagram, um, Twitter, Facebook, and give us a like. Yeah, check it out on YouTube if you're not already on YouTube. Check mm-hmm. us out on Facebook if you are on YouTube already. <laughs> um, yeah, we, we want to talk and want to hear from you, unless you're one of those people that your mm-hmm. idea of sounding good was buying a Helix or a Kemper. <laughs> <laughs> totally kidding, guys. We love you guys. Love you guys. <laughs> uh, we'll see you next week. <laughs>